0: Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast, that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction totally made up by the actors on the spot, so there's no need to Google, is blah blah, blah a real book, because it's not. The actors are just so good to make you think it is. All right, that's all I wanted to say, so let's get to why you're really here. Please, enjoy the show. New York City. The city that never sleeps. The Big Apple. It goes by many names. But for me, Mark Bookerson... Humble author, the Big Apple, was a lot smaller on this day. Why, you might ask? Because my co-host of my very special podcast, The Bookmarks, Markel Bookerson, no relation. Well, she was nowhere to be found. Folks at home, I know that might sound confusing for you because, well, you oftentimes receive this information from us probably about a week after we actually record. So I'll give you a little bit of the inside scoop. Every day, on a Wednesday, at around three o'clock, one Markel Bookerson makes her way to one Mark Bookerson's apartment. They enter, film a book podcast, and then they go home. Maybe to a diner, maybe to someone else's house. They hang out because they're friends. We're, We're friends, it's like our thing. But on this day, at 3.15 p.m., 3.16, the time just changed, Markel Bookerson was nowhere to be found. We were supposed to be reading a mystery novel. The case of the missing left shoe. Which honestly, not a great book, didn't love it too much. But Markel seemed like from her text messages like she was really into it. So I was kind of really excited to have that back and forth. But that's besides the point because while the initial subject of our podcast was a mystery novel, what I have for you today is something much more interesting. A real-life mystery. You see, right here at my very own apartment, right in front of my front door, I found none other than Markel's locket, a very special locket that her mother gave to her when she was seven years old. So where... Where or oh, where in the world could Markel be without it? That, folks, is what we're aiming to solve today. And what I will call the Markel mystery mash that's bad. Um the the, the case of Markel making a I'm looking for an M sound, but I'm not really, I'm not really. The the case of the great missing Markel. Yes, there it is. Stay tuned in, folks, as I provide for you a live update with each and every twist and turn, clue that's unraveled, new person who leads us on our journey. Because today on the podcast, we'll be solving a mystery. I think that's how true. I watched Only Murders in the building. I binged it a couple days ago, so I just, I have a feeling that you usually solve the crime concurrently to actually filming the podcast. We're going to be doing like a like a that kind of format today, so stay tuned, because mystery is afoot, and will remain afoot after these brief messages. hey what's up folks uh this is a special commercial spot for all our puppet listeners out here because i have my finger on the pulse of what i know is going to be the next big fashion trend and that's Geppetto's Workshop. Geppetto's Workshop is a phenomenal new puppet brand that is making clothes exclusively for puppets. I'm talking the high end of the high end. This is competing with Gucci. This is competing with Prada. It's competing with everything to have each and every one of you puppets looking fashionable at an affordable price. Now, this is not something you want to miss out on. You want to get in on this at the ground level before this really blows up. So to all the puppet listeners out there, you're going to want to use code the bookmarks at checkout for $25 towards your first order. Yeah, that's correct. The bookmarks at checkout for $25 towards your first order. I'm telling you all, this is going to be the fashion crave of the century. And Geppetto's Workshop is also making a program pledged to employ uh, exclusively puppets. At minimum, 25% of their workforce is gonna be made of puppet workers, so they're giving back to the community. You wanna support this business because this business is gonna support you. That's Geppetto's Workshop, and remember, that is code the bookmarks at checkout for $25 towards your first order. This is something that I know is gonna change your life. I'm not even a puppet. It's already changed mine. Some say that knowledge is the root of all evil. Well, myself being an avid book reader, I wasn't quite inclined to believe them. But now that my best friend in the entire world, Markel Bookerson, had gone missing, well, suddenly I was rethinking some previous dogmas. I had very minimum clues at my disposal, but I figured if there was anywhere a bookworm like Markell would be, it would be at the New York Public Library. And so I headed there, post-haste, where I found the librarian sitting down at a table eating a... What is that? a, A pastrami on Reuben?
1: It's, uh, pastrami on, uh, Marble Pumpernic. Speak into the mic, please. What? A microphone? What is this, a TikTok?
0: I'm recording a book podcast. We're doing, a, something like a true crime mystery episode. Have you seen Only Murders in the building? It's very similar to that.
1: Okay, um, I, I haven't, and, and I am on lunch.
0: This will only take a moment of your time.
1: Okay, if you don't mind me eating.
0: I pulled up a chair, took a seat. Now, Miss Librarian, you wouldn't happen to have seen one Markel Bookerson in your library, would you?
1: Uh, yeah, she comes in here like every day. I mean, at least every week.
0: So you're familiar with Markel? Yeah. And if I were to tell you that Markel were missing, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you?
1: She was here like 45 minutes ago. I don't know what you mean by missing.
0: <gasps> 45 minutes ago.
1: I don't know something like that.
0: I see. Uh, that's intriguing. Uh, when she came here, what what was she doing? Why was she here?
1: Well, normally people come to a library to get some books. Have you tried those?
0: I actually host a very successful book podcast. You should check it out sometime. It's called The
1: Bookmarks.
0: You can find us on all available social media platforms.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, Well, normally she comes in and she's looking at all sorts of things and comes up with a stack of folktales and grav maga manuals and stuff, but today she was just sort of thumbing through one book. One book? Yeah, yeah, it was real weird. Not like her at all. It was a copy of The Snow Child. But that wasn't really the weird part. The weird part is, she was mouthing the words as she was reading them and using her finger to guide along the page. And I was like, mm, something's not right. Something wasn't right? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean... She doesn't normally do that. She can read pretty good.
0: She can read pretty good. An astute observation. I may need a moment to lick my wounds, if you would. Dear librarian, you wouldn't happen to carry the biography of James Madison. I've been very intrigued with it recently.
1: Look, if you're looking for biographies, I recommend following the sign that says Biography. It's right over there.
0: I did just as the librarian had said. And though I was very excited to find the autobiography of James Madison as I'd been meaning to read it for quite some time, I couldn't help but feel a sense of melancholy. Markell was out of it while reading a book called The Snow Child ever could it mean? I mean, why was Markel here anyways? I know it was my idea she'd be here, but to find out that she came every week, to find out that she's friends with this mysterious librarian, it was all too much for my head to handle. I figured maybe I should call Jess, but when I remembered she was working a double shift at the diner, I figured she wouldn't know. Just as I was ready to retire from the mystery, I stumbled upon a clue. I stumbled upon a bookmark. Not just any bookmark, and certainly not the podcast. I stumbled upon Markel's lucky bookmark, a bookmark that she has been known to never go anywhere without This is the same bookmark that was in her dictionary when she won her third grade spelling bee. The word was avarice. I figured that if the bookmark was here in the library, that perhaps the librarian wasn't telling me everything she knew. So I returned over to her. Librarian, you wouldn't happen to know why I found this bookmark that belongs to one Markel Bookerson in your library?
1: I'm still on my lunch break. Oh my
0: gosh. Your lunch can wait! There's crime afoot!
1: Okay, um... I mean, she probably dropped it?
0: A plausible explanation. But I wasn't buying it. Certainly, you must have heard her say... something.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, she asked me if, uh, lilacs are in season this time of year. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I told her I could get her a book on flowering shrubs, and she said she didn't have time interesting lilacs.
0: anything else?
1: well, uh I think she was saying she's headed please speak to... into the mic, oh my gosh, these kids these days she said she was gonna be headed to a pastry shop a pastry shop, yeah, you know the one with the uh the the croissants um. I don't know. It's just around the way.
0: Oh my gosh. Miller's Pastry Shop. That's the one. It suddenly all came into view. This is the same pastry shop that she used to go to with her parents and Jess. And they have, like, really, really good croissants. Markel loves their double chocolate chunk cookie. She and her mother used to actually split half. That's unimportant to you, librarian. Thank you. For your time, your knowledge has been very, very helpful.
1: I just want to eat my sandwich. Have
0: fun eating your abomination of a pastrami. Okay. There's crime that still needs to be solved. And Miller's Pastry Shop is where I'll find just the answer to all the questions I've been asking. Miller's Pastry Shop, a New York City staple for those who know of its existence. And boy does Mr. Miller make one heck of a double chunk chocolate chip cookie. But did Mr. Miller have secrets that he was hiding from his loving customers? In each and every cookie was there evil afoot. Was this shop somehow linked to the disappearance of my co-host, Markel Bookerson? No relation. That's what I was here to see. As I went in and ordered myself a double chunk chocolate chip cookie, myself. As I was waiting for its preparation, I decided to ask Mr. Miller a question or two. Mr. Miller... You wouldn't have happened to see a young lady about yay high, uh, long flowing hair. Got a lot of pep in her step. Walk in here earlier today, I think you might know her as uh, Markel Bookerson.
2: Yeah, I, I know Markel. But I mean, I know her as that because that's her name. But yeah, I, I know Markel. She's, she's great. She's one of my regulars. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> not very not very, uh, packed in here, so we, you know, we we treasure those we get, and I, I remember Markel vividly.
0: You say you remember Markel vividly. You wouldn't happen to have been trying to keep Markel in your memory for some nefarious reason, would you? W-
2: uh, no, she, uh, she came in, she ordered, you know, three ch- double chocolate chunk cookies, uh, and then she sat down and, you know, took a load off for a while and then left. i keep her in my- what are you trying to- I... no, no, nothing like that.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there, Ace. Ace? You said that she ordered three chocolate chip cookies. She wasn't with anyone, was she?
2: No, no. Every time this year, she comes in and she orders- Three double chocolate chip cookies. It's it's circled on my calendar as Day Markell comes in and orders three double chocolate chip cookies.
0: Interesting, interesting. And if I were you know, every day... go ahead, and please talk day... into the mic.
2: <laughs> and every day she also uh, comes in and you know she's she's in kind of a sour mood. You know she's she's not she's not up for talking talking that much uh, on these triple chocolate chunk days.
0: Very intriguing. You wouldn't happen to know where Markel headed next, would you?
2: Uh, no, she just kind of sat down. When she got up, she uh, trudged on out. I can point you in the direction she went, but nothing more than that.
0: That'll do, you cool cat. And I'll take uh, an extra
2: chocolate chip cookie. For the road. Just on the condition that you stop using these weird words, I, I don't like the cool cat. Please, don't please. Don't blow your wick. Okay, uh, please stop talking. I'll make you that cookie now. Please, please.
0: This was certainly an interesting break in the case. Markel came in and ordered three cookies, but she was only in here by herself. Furthermore, she does it every year on this day, to the point that Mr. Miller has it circled on his calendar, there is something cooking inside this cookie shop, and I promise you, it's not pastries. But it just wasn't adding up for me. I mean, I had texted Markel's sister, Jess, pretty much all day, but I hadn't heard any word back, and that's weird, you know, because me and Jess basically text every day now. We're, like, almost texting as much as me and Markel text, who also wasn't replying to my text right now. I hadn't heard word from her, she hadn't told me that she was gonna be missing, and, and she never, ever misses a recording session. Now something, something here was wrong, and I was still intent on getting to the bottom of it. So after I finished bumping gums with Mr. Miller, I grabbed my cookie, and headed back onto the mean streets of New York City. The Common Neighborhood Flower Stand. You can find one on just about any corner here in New York City. But unlike the sweetness of the flower, well, this city isn't as sweet. In fact, it has a few more thorns than you might expect. That's why I found myself at the flower shop. Mr. Miller had directed me here, telling me that my friend Markel Bookerson had stopped by here, and so I had a few questions for whoever ran this humble flower stand. Let's hope they weren't as prickly as the wares they sold. Mr. Flower Shop Owner, you wouldn't happen to have seen one Markel Bookerson walking through here, would you? <laughs> Guilty
3: as charged, I guess.
0: <laughs> you have seen Markel?
3: No. Well, I see a lot of people. I'm kind of a people person, is what I've been told, I guess. Um, what type of um, description could you give me for them? Because I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, first off, her name is Markel
0: Bookerson, it's like like a book, B-O-O-K-E-R-S-O-N, does that, no, the
3: spelling's not really. I don't know what that means, no. Um, Interesting. But if, if you want lilacs, if you want petunias, those are my personal favorite, I'm completely happy to assist you with. I'm not looking for
0: flowers here. Any of your, oh, okay. I'm looking for something a lot more special. <laughs>
3: My friend Oh no Markel I, Bookerson no, I, Okay yeah. Not what you're thinking right no, now. No, I no I feel like there's a little Miscommunication Right, right. Yes. Um but I'll give you my number if you want. Um That's okay. <laughs> no, it's you're right. My it's friend dinner.
0: Markel Bookerson right. is missing. Mm. And I don't know where she's disappeared to. Now, Mr. Miller down the road told me that she was heading this way. To pick up some flowers, you wouldn't why, have had why, anybody coming by to get flowers, would
3: you? I'm, I'm, is there a camera? Are we being the, the voice Yes, actually. I, can weird. you talk into the mic, please? It's—it's oh, it's like Chris Hansen. I—I I mean, this—I'm gonna say this is somewhat. I think I'll say what we're both thinking: arousing. But I—I'm no. I, I just sell flowers. I just sell flowers. Okay, we'll go on a tape. But I mean, I only. Actually, no. There was um not your type you know it was a woman tall gorgeous um she she was in here earlier but she wanted um what did she want she it was come on with out it. with it this is more important than I, anything it in was the a, world lilacs it was lilacs i only speak in flowers it was lilacs Lilacs. I, they're just your mother's yeah. favorite flower interesting
0: flower shop owner you've done me a greater service than you could
3: ever know. I'll do you an even better service. Why don't we, uh... No need to worry about that. Okay, well that's fine. Well, I I kindly reject your offer. I'm not interested. Sounds wonderful. Hope you find your slut.
0: And just like that, I was back on the mean streets of New York. Lilacs, known to some as the Syringa Josicaya, known to groan in The Himalayas, Persia, even Japan. Well lilacs were Markel's mother's favorite flower. Another clue to go in my long list of clues. But I was still befuddled. How do all of these clues connect? What is the thread that I am missing? that ties, all of them together in one beautiful bouquet then I started thinking, when it was just the flowers, Markel's mother's favorite flowers, when it was just the cookies, the the three cookies that Markel had purchased despite only going in as a singular person, when, when it was the book she was searching for at the library but had forgotten her favorite bookmark, it didn't make sense. But I had forgotten my first and perhaps most important clue, and I didn't remember it until it just fell out of my pocket. And as I looked at that locket, that locket that had a picture of Markel and her sister Jess and her mother and her father, it finally dawned on me. Oh. It, uh... finally just dawned on me um oh wow uh that's 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 bad that's really bad um um i i gotta go we gotta um wrap this up i i'm a terrible awful friend oh my gosh um see you guys in in the next one hi. Uh, i gotta go Markel! Hey, buddy. I, um, went to three of the wrong cemeteries before I got here, but, um,
4: hey! Uh, hi. Hi, Mark. How
0: are you doing? come here every year.
4: I don't want to talk about it Mark. I came here because I wanted to be alone.
0: Uh, Look it really might not be uh, my place to stay and if you really do uh, want me to leave and I'll go I'll go but uh, I have found That a lot of times when I'm sort of having my own really uh, hard days, it helps me a lot when I talk to you about it. And so if you're having a really hard day, um, you can feel free to talk to, to me about it.
4: I don't know if I can.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's probably really hard. So, um, why don't we, why don't we talk about, uh, some easier stuff? Why don't we talk about some happy stuff? Right? Um, Like uh, those uh, those flowers, I remember you telling me that you and your mom used to go pick lilacs, right? Uh, where where where'd you go pick them?
4: Mrs. McGillicuddy down the road had this great, big, old lilac bush, and it smelled. Incredible. Every spring.
0: That bush is that the same uh, Mrs. McGillicuddy you said who uh, put on your braces? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. You learn something new every day. And uh, this cookie, you know, I actually got the uh, the double chocolate chunk myself. I think you actually put me onto that. Uh, you know, why would you guys choose Double Chocolate Chunk?
4: Dad had a sweet tooth. It was his favorite. He used to... He used to make them with his mother when he was a kid. And, um... He would bake them. And sometimes, when he didn't have the time, we'd get them from Miller's
0: How long? I mean I guess the better question is do you know the Miller's of Miller's Pastry Shop?
4: I mean, my dad was friends with Mr. Miller Senior
0: Your dad was friends with Mr. Miller?
4: Yeah, Mr. Miller's father He was his like little league coach or something back in the day
0: Your dad played little league? Yeah that explains why you always won at the at the corporate uh, softball game back when you worked at the agency. You were, like, really good. Like, like your pitch was scary. <laughs> you could probably go pro if you wanted to with that
4: arm. No. No, I couldn't go pro.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of professional softball because, you know, I do think it is in the three best sports all time. And... I think you're keeping up with that level of talent. You're like a super-duper talented person, Markel. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, your parents, wherever they are, are really super-duper proud of you.
4: I appreciate you for coming today, but... I don't think I can talk about this anymore.
0: Yeah, that's, uh... That's totally... That's totally cool and... Okay, and, and, you know, I appreciate you for... For sharing this much with me.
4: Thank you, Mark.
0: Hey, uh... Might be about time for us to, uh... Start wrapping this up, anyways. I think the uh, security oh, guard yeah. is yeah,
4: um, oh. yeah. He's, he's he wants and us he... to
0: leave. Oh well, that's just. Can he do that? Is it leak? That seems very unclassy.
4: You yeah, know, he's protected under the Cemetery Rights Act of uh, 1783. Yeah, he's allowed to gesture like that. It's it's obscene, but he's within his rights. So yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. Nope. Just, yeah, let's just walk Yeah, yep. Alright, let's... Yep,
0: yep. Hey, uh, what do you say we head over to Miller's and get some double chocolate chunk cookies? I'd like that. Yeah, I'd like that too, and hey, uh, race you there. If I (laughs) win, it's on you.
4: Yeah, well that's because you're never gonna win. Oh, what? You can't just take off... I was gonna do that to you, god dang it.